Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to our Winning Strategies podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what's it all about. Is it about winning or is it about making money? You know, when we started out as producers in this great business, most of us were told you can make as much money as you want to make. And everyone got really excited. Boy, we could make a lot of money. Well, along those lines, I always ask attendees at our producer training camps the following question. How many of you are here because you'd like to make more money? How many of you want to raise? Well, naturally, everyone raises a hand. Then I tell them, you know, if you really want to raise, go ahead, give yourself a raise. Go out and sell something new. Well, in reality, if it were strictly about making money, every producer would have a million-dollar-plus book of business. However, studies show that even in the highest-performing agencies, the average producer has about $560,000 of gross commission income on his or her book of business. That translates into approximately $175,000 to $200,000 per year for the producer. Now, assuming they're working 2,000 hours per year, and I'll admit that's a big assumption, they're making at least $100 an hour. Now, if you buy into the idea that you can make as much money as you want to make in our industry, guess what? Most producers don't want to make that much. They don't want it enough. Apparently, they're happy where they are, and they just don't have the desire to earn more, to make more. Well, let's talk about motivation and compensation. So what does motivate top producers? That was a discussion I had recently with after a round of golf with a couple of my great clients and personal friends. They both agreed that when it comes to motivation, it's not about the money. They said, you know, the money comes later. It's about the thrill of the hunt. It's about winning the game. And that made me wonder, is it about winning or is it really about making money? Which one is it? Which one is more likely to motivate producers and result in more sales? If the compensation incentives, in other words, money, really worked, sales management would be easy. For example, you could, you could change your compensation system and pay a higher rate on new business, say 40 or 50 percent, versus renewal business, 20 or 25 percent. Or after producers had met their annual goal, you paid them 100% commission on anything they wrote over and above that, first year only, of course. After that, the producers would receive their normal renewal commission. Now, that certainly you would think would be a a phenomenal incentive. That way, if every producer was to do about $200,000 a year, if their goal was $200,000 a year, they'd turn around and do $250,000 knowing they'd get 100% commission on that extra $50,000. Who needs more motivation than that? Well, the truth is, I don't believe I've ever seen incentive compensation programs truly improve sales results. And we'd try, we've tried hundreds and hundreds of variations on that. The concept simply doesn't work in today's world. We found that the motivation starts with the agency's hiring system, not its compensation structure. In other words, are you hiring people who are truly internally motivated and love to win? Are they competitors who just love the game? Okay. The, the key is to find out what motivated them in the past. Identify a time when they really got excited about playing a game or winning a competition. I don't care if it's football or tiddlywinks. The bottom line is, do they want to compete? A recent study showed that even the highest performing agencies, as far as organic growth goes, even in the highest performing agencies, fewer than 15% have full-time sales management. Well, so, so how do they get along? How do they do such a great job? 
Well, beyond hiring just the right people, they seek out what we call SMAPs, yes, another acronym from Sitkins, self-managed but accountable producers, S-M-A-Ps, self-managed but accountable producers. Now, if you have a longtime producer who's not self-managed and certainly not accountable, and you've still got to babysit them, you know what? That producer needs to go. Maybe they're retired in place. Maybe it's time they moved on. You know, a lot of times they're just kidding themselves that they're producing, and quite frankly, they're kidding you too. So what should happen? Well, I think the agency needs to join the PTA. You need to have a PTA in your agency. I'm not talking about the Parent-Teacher Association. I'm talking about a process, training, and accountability, PTA, process, training, and accountability that you really do find at all of the best firms. Let's go through each one. Well, the first, of course, the P is process. This is the unique selling process that we expect all producers to follow within your agency. It's what drives the value proposition that differentiates you in your marketplace. Now, when we say we expect them to follow it, look, we know people are different, but we do have this term flexibility without dilution. By that, we mean it's okay for the producers to build in some of their own style and personality into the selling process. However, we don't want them to dilute the power of the process by taking out that stuff that they don't like. Well, normally the stuff they take out is the most powerful part of the process. During one of our clients' uh, quarterly sales retreats, and you do have those, right? Their top five producers were asked to explain why they were doing so well, why they were getting such great results, and how they were running the agency's selling process, what I, of course, like to call the set offense. Well, every one of them had something different to say. Each had built in his or her own personality into the process, and that capitalized on their individual strengths and skill sets. And even though they were all different, because again, everybody's unique, they were all the same in that they were following a process, the process I call RAMP, Risk Assessment and Management Plan. Risk Assessment and Management Plan. Well, do you have such a process in place, and do all of your producers follow it? And of course, the process can't be the old way of selling of look, copy, quote, and pray. So the first P in the PTA process. Next, training. Well, do you have an ongoing training program that supports your set off and your selling process? And are you training to the point that your producers are constantly out learning their competition? In other words, is your agency getting better or faster than your competition? Keep in mind that training is not about going to a one, two, or three-day training program. You know, you, you go to the program, you get excited, motivated, but you get back to your office and you pretty soon you forget everything that you've learned and you don't really change any of your strategies or behaviors. What it is about is about holding regularly scheduled meetings that every producer leaves a better producer than they were at the start of the meeting. In other words, properly conducting sales meetings should leave producers feeling enlightened. They should walk away from each one having learned, reinforced, or fine-tuned something that will help them improve their performance. Conversely, if your sales meetings are mainly just forms for complaining about the carriers and what's going on in the marketplace, that's not very productive and certainly not motivating. All right, what's the A? Accountability. Do you have a system that tells you whether or not your producers did what they said they were going to do? We found the best way to do this is through a RPM, Reverse Performance Management System, which makes producers upwardly accountable to sales management. You see, typically sales managers, let's face it, 
Most sales managers have their own books of business, and they don't seem to ever have time to properly prepare for their monthly one-on-one -on -one meetings with their producers. Instead, they usually ask the producer to just come on in, tell them what they did, what's going on, let's look at your numbers, and they never really discuss strategies and behaviors that drive results. Well, RPM eliminates this problem. With the proper RPM system, producers must come in on a monthly basis and report up to their sales manager on their results and the improvements they made from the previous month, including, of course, all pipeline activity. We really believe there's a standard agenda that should be followed in these meetings that every producer should basically follow. You know, we find, not surprisingly, that most producers hate getting ready for these meetings, but they all agree they're very, very valuable, in fact, invaluable towards their results. It forces them to sit down and examine their numbers, as well as all of the other items on the agenda. Again, behavior, strategies, personal improvement plans, prospecting activities, networking activities. As a result, they always understand exactly where they are, how they're doing, and whether or not they've done what they said they're going to do. You wouldn't get that in a typical sales meeting with a boss just looking at numbers. So what's the bottom line? All of this comes back to the theme of, of, the, of the articles, the winning strategy articles, and of course now these podcasts. The winning stands for what is normal, win, what is normal. What is normal in your agency today? Do you have a sales culture that loves to win, that celebrates new business, and that creates raving fans amongst your clients? Or do you have a, a group of producers who simply don't want it, whatever it is, money or wins, at a deep enough or high enough level? Or are they just happy where they are and they're floating along? Whatever is normal in your agency today is based upon the decisions you've made up until this point. However, what is normal moving forward will be based upon the decisions and strategies that you implement within your agency starting now. It's your choice.